I'm finna put all this in my book bag because I'm from the streets. Yeah, yeah. Boom, what's going on? It's your boy Ambition. And today we are here with Ari. And we actually have a special guest with us. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not just Ambition and Ari today. Today we have the beautiful goddess, entrepreneur, mom, the killing the combo. Right. Star. I, is it star now am i or is it star tina where are we going um honestly either one okay. um tina is perfectly fine but uh, my goddess essence name is star <laughs> love it love it love it um so we did take a look and see that with your business i create life which is i e y e right mm -hmm. um i dot com. uh saw that over the past couple of months you were doing tarot you had hypnotherapy and different services that you offered along with a variety of products and one of the things that I love is that she didn't just stay to you know the spiritual products the oils mm -hmm. she also said let me bring in the merchandising the branding right um and now you're going through a relaunch uh what what type of stuff do you have in store for us after the relaunch? That's that's sounding interesting to me now. Um, honestly, I am completely redoing what I do, and I'm really looking forward to implementing more of the body aspect, bringing in that alignment of the body, mind, soul, spirit, heart, um, because it is all important. And I'm really emphasizing self care because to me, that's that's more important than anything really is I learned that specifically from being a mother and an entrepreneur that without me having myself together none of none of the other things can take place that's beautiful that's beautiful and I'm glad that we jumped in talking about you know you being a mom and an entrepreneur because uh, a lot of us are actually parents who have side businesses and even with us having side businesses, a lot of us struggle to find a balance. Ari, what do you think about that? Um, I definitely agree with that. I actually wanted to talk about how we even came across Meeting Star and how this um, relationship that we've had has kind of developed. And one of the reasons that we wanted to talk to Star on the podcast is because we do believe that you are a... Uh, a fine example of our fucking misfit, right? Where you you will figure out all of the things that you're you're able to develop your skills in, how to make it work within your business, right? All while juggling the babies at the same time. So when we met Star, we were actually deep diving into hypnotherapy, and there were so many um, late night sessions. <laughs> <laughs> where we're up till one three o'clock in the morning right going over hypnotherapy as well as on your end and our end babies galore right <laughs> right and it it's been a a juggling act but finding the balance between uh being a parent as well as working um within my business, within our businesses has been, like I said, a juggling act. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a, a journey. It's a very delicate balance, <laughs> right? Um, 
So with that being a delicate balance, right? Uh, just the question that we want to ask is, how how does that work out for you? Because as we mentioned, it can be very difficult uh, for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, we're overall just trying to figure that one out. So. We will definitely cut this out. <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool. Actually, the, the, this is going to be so funny. So by the time we're actually going to leave that in, right? Um, but everybody who's wondering what the hell just happened, we were talking so that we could stall because Star actually went on mute so that she could tend to the kids. So this is exactly what we were talking about, that balance between being an entrepreneur and a mom. So how, how do you Keep, keep it all together as a mamapreneur. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Are we really supposed to keep it together? That's the question. <laughs> Why do we have to be perfect at everything? That's mm-hmm. really where I'm at right now. How I keep it together. Honestly, I, I have my breakdown moments. I have those moments where I scream. I have those moments where I really ask myself, I can't say, oh, are you sure you want to be a mom? That's indefinite, right? But I have those moments like, do I really want to be an entrepreneur? Is this really what I want to do? And then I answer myself, heck yes, this I'm built for this, you know? So really how I keep it together is taking care of myself. When I have those moments where I know I'm reaching the end of my breaking point, I pause, I take a break, I disappear from social media, I don't answer society's call to come out I'm the queen of ghosting quote unquote literally just hey I'm out (laughs) I'll see y'all when I get myself together um because I've always struggled mentally so to speak not necessarily struggle but I've always had that like internal battle with myself of oh you're supposed to show up oh you're supposed to be posting three times a day oh you're supposed to be on every single platform that ever exists and oh you're supposed to stretch yourself but what about having my house together what about cleaning what about all of the paperwork that's involved with running a business what about the fact that my son is in football and basketball and martial arts and you know like spread literally spreading myself thin but I want my children to have a high quality life too, you know? So how do I keep it together? I don't. I don't. I I absolutely love that. And I just wanted to say that one of the things that Star and I have uh, bonded over is the fact that she is an Aquarius sun and I am an Aquarius moon. And as soon as she said, that she just ghosts, I felt that. I felt that deep in my soul. I will ghost the hell out of life. <laughs> so I think one of the things that w- stood out to me is just the the overall mindset that you not only do you not have to keep it together, but it doesn't have to be perfect, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think we we don't realize how uninspiring being perfect and showing up as perfect is. Right. Right. Like somebody's going to listen to this podcast episode and that little silence and then us explaining why it was silent. They're going to relate to that so much. And it's going to mean the world to somebody because 
they felt like they had to keep it perfect. So I, I love that you shared it that way. I do yeah. want to roll into this next part, right? Because, mm-hmm. okay. um, no, personally, I, I've been married and I understand that when little ones come around, right, the, the, the relationship with you and your partner can tend to wane off. Uh, mm-hmm. And certainly when you're single, you can have less time for it. I think that can be the case both on the side of men and women. Mm-hmm. So how has it been dating and managing your entrepreneur lifestyle and being a mom? Honestly, I haven't. I have not dated yet since I've been um, divorced. And for multiple reasons, one being, do I really, I'm, I'm going to say this. I, of course, I have time. You know, we have to make time for that. But my main question is, do I really have time for that right now at this state? Mm -hmm. Because I know that in order to track what I want, I have to become that. And for me, I'm in the process of becoming. So at this point in time, I'm building a business. I literally have a one-year-old. I also have a nine-year-old. Do I want to bring another person in the family right now? Not really. And I don't say that because I'm like, oh, I just, you know, don't feel like this shit. (laughs) it's not that I don't feel like you should date after divorce or anything like that I'm really excited to start going out and things but right right now I have not started dating I just haven't and if you know I don't just feel like I'm ready just yet I am but I'm not you know what that that's dope and you know what I love about that is it's that acknowledgement for self that makes sure that ensures that you don't fuck somebody else up, right? We don't accept people's <clears throat> answers. And then there's a guy out there who's been in your inbox for the past 12 months that's going to listen to this and be like, oh, you know what? I'm just slide back in. Heard you on that podcast episode. You know, I'm ready, <laughs> right? And it's like, nah, you, as, as men, sometimes you got to understand some of these women are saving you from trouble. They're saving you from headaches. Right. I'm not saying you're trouble and headaches. <laughs> no, but. you're fine. You're fine because I'm healing, right? Right. right. <laughs> it's a process. So right. I'm right. And that don't mean that you're not still spitting venom. <laughs> well, catch me on the right day. <laughs> even, even with that, we had our episode where we talked about um, business and pleasure. And again, delicate juggling act because we've been going this route for three years right and it definitely wasn't easy in the beginning when you have the elements like blending a family together right starting businesses or focusing on businesses and where they're going as well as coming out of a divorce or coming out of a serious relationship and healing in that way and all of those things being tied in it was a process and while it was a uh, a journey that we enjoyed along the way and continue to enjoy I definitely respect going hey I'm focusing on the kids and the business when I'm ready for this arena I'll go tap back <laughs> into that arena but right now these mm-hmm. two things on my plate are more than enough so I'll <laughs> Mm-hmm. I will say this. I definitely want your opinion on this one, right? Because when it comes to mixing the business and pleasure plays, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I think 
people who have come around and understood the nature of our relationship, my relationship with Ari, mm-hmm. and understand that we do business. Y- you've been present for it. There's been some people that have called me a pimp. <laughs> like, okay, right. I don't get it, but it, what, do you, what do you think about that? Do you think that uh, when you're starting your relationship, if there is a desire to have a business partnership where you guys are producing, not just on the spiritual scale or you know, within the home front, but now you guys are working together financially. Do you think that's a, a bit pimpish? Is somebody pimping somebody? Is, or I wish is, y'all could see your face right now. <laughs> no, like that is the American dream, you know, to be able right. to, well, for me at least, to be able to build, essentially build empires with my mate. Mm-hmm. What other way is it to live? You know what I mean? To yeah. For my partner to have his own thing going on, me to have my own thing going on, and then for us to be able to come together and produce something something else or just being within each other's thing, there's no other way. So I don't know why that's considered being a pimp, but hey, hats off to you. Because y'all doing it. <laughs> I like that. She refocused it on empire building. Right, right. <laughs> So I wish y'all could see, we might actually post a little picture, right? We might have to blur everything, but as time is going on in the podcast, Star is collecting more and more, more children. children. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and just handling all of this with so much grace. Right. <laughs> so much grace. <laughs> um, and more and more children for me. <laughs> That that was going to be my next question. Like, how has it been really um, finding the clarity in yourself, finding the clarity in your business, um, as well as within being a mother after coming out of your divorce and now you're you're rediscovering you and the things that you want again? How has that experience been? It's been a beautiful roller coaster um at the very very beginning of my divorce I was pregnant with my one-year-old with my then six seven-year-old let's just say I cried a lot and I worked a lot I worked during the day (laughs) I cried at night and that was me releasing and healing and really just going deeper within myself um reflecting you asked how's it been yeah definitely 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 a roller coaster i'm done i'm done again again right like we we're definitely gonna be moving up to video podcast uh soon so y'all can catch all of the facial expressions and the beauty of the situation um one of the questions that I, I wanted to ask um, was more so associated with how far do you intend to build your business, right? Um, a lot of us start out with businesses as side hustles. We, you know, say, well, we want to do this just to make a little bit extra cash. <laughs> we have, uh, we say we want to do this just to make a little bit extra cash. But um, the real question I have for you today is how, how, how far do you see yourself going with your business? What, what's the what's the larger dream that you're building towards? 
we're having uh, maternal difficulties. <laughs> Honestly, um, I want to take, I don't know if you can see this on the back of my wall, but it says, I create life global. Nice. And that's really what I see, even since the, be since the beginning. I never really, you know, you can only see so far, right? Because Hi. Hi. <laughs> when you're <laughs> at the very beginning of the tunnel, you can't always see the end. You can see that light, but it's very, very dim. It's very, very small. But ever since the beginning, I've always called my company ECL Global. Um yes. I don't know why. It's just something that's been within me. I don't know how we're going to get there besides dedication and taking it one step at a time. But really and truly, I do see my brand um, as a, a worldwide brand. Um, and that's the, the main purpose for my relaunch now. It's uh -huh. how can I build step by step? How can I lay that foundation now so that it can mm -hmm. last? A lifetime and can last and go worldwide because it seems easy and it is but it, it takes a lot of work and I see from being in business for the last three years that it's the small stuff that really really counts you know it's the small stuff that that the business I call them business bullies on Instagram and Facebook <laughs> It's, it's the things that the business bullies don't talk about because it's not the glamorous part of building a business. But those little steps are really what's going to get you where you need to be or where you dream to be, quote unquote, later down the road. So I'm glad that we, glad that we opened up this jar because I, I'm not I'm not going to go down the route you think I'm going. I'm really going into. No, it wasn't that there was there was something that I wanted to. Yeah. To, to touch on that so that's why I was I was tapping you not because I thought you were going the other route with but I will say business bullies I think we've been on the same wave of noticing and calling out some nonsense with some of these people right um but in addition to that one of the things that we were noticing and we we've been able to call out is <clears throat> it's understandable that we've been going through the influencer wave where people have personal brands and that these personal brands are where their businesses start. But when your growth is expanding, right. And the image that you're putting on is, you know, a certain lifestyle that, that costs a certain amount, there starts to be questions as to why isn't there being a more generalized brand where you can create opportunities for other people. And the reason I mentioned that is, without even asking you that question, while you may be the face of your brand and while you may be all over your brand, um, when I look at I Create Life, I still see that foundation there where someone else can come in. It's not about, you know, you star, it's about this mission that you have. So would you mind talking to us a little bit uh, about your mission and was the decision not to make your business name your personal name or closely tie it to your personal brand a conscious one or is that just something that you ended up doing the reason yes i call i've never i've never thought about calling my business my personal name um i just i don't 
I don't know. No, I don't necessarily know why. I, I don't know. I just never thought about it. Um, I called I Create Life, I Create Life because I it came about when I was at one of the lowest points in my life because it's just something about getting to the point where you know that your thoughts become things. But still being at such a... But being at such a low point, it's like when you know better, you do better, right? So I was at that point where I knew better, but I found I found myself. I love it, right? And I'll be honest with you guys uh, while we're waiting for starters to come back. She's dealing with the little one. Uh, I'll be honest with anyone listening. I love the fact that we've made the podcast this thing where it can be organic, where we're not asking you to stop your real life to be a guest on the podcast. We're asking to hear about your real life, the imperfections. And then after that, everybody can go back to doing what the title of the podcast says, which is minding your fucking business, right? This doesn't have to come with judgment. This is just real life, what it's really about when you're a business owner and a parent and a daughter and people really do have all of these connections. And that's what I love about how organic this is. So yeah, go ahead, Star, you can continue. Thank you, thank you. Um, But I create life stem from me being at that lowest point where I already knew better, but I found myself being in a space where I just couldn't get out of it until I had that aha moment where no one's coming to save me. You know, I can pray all day, but I'm going to have to do this myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to pick myself up. And so I started creating oils for myself. The first one I made was God as well. And it was just for me to just feel better about myself. Right. Um, I, I really wanted that essence you know, and I wanted to rediscover myself in a way. So I did it through creating oils. And I really started to get into tarot for more self-discovery. Um, and long story short, it, it just came to me one day when I was journaling that I create life. I create the life that I desire to live and I deserve it. And that's basically how it got started. That's where the name came from. EYE is, of course, um, for the the third eye chakra, the pineal gland, being the center of our perception and how we perceive our life and how that creates our reality. I really like that um, you have touched on, like you said, um, the more behind the scene things that aren't talked about a whole lot when you're setting up your, your business. Um, or even going with the vision of like, this is something that's global, right? I've, within my wanting to start businesses over the past 10 years, the vision was always something grand that stemmed in many directions, helping many people. And then when Ambition and I crossed paths, it was essentially the same thing. How do we um, build a parent company that continues to create services and offerings that help other people, right? right? While making this something that can be international, right? Within that process. And I was listening to a podcast the other day where she was talking about, she had to ask herself the question, um, how do I want to build the business I maintain? And so she started planning out all of those foundational steps. 
So even you taking the time to go back and plan out all of the foundational steps with uh, I Create Life so that you really are building a business that is long lasting, um, that has a legacy and it has such a uh, strong foundation for the team that you bring in um, to be a part of is really great. And I, I want to know, is that the intention that you had when you originally came up with I Create Life or has the three years you've been in business kind of helped you um, move into that direction? Give us a little second here. Um, in the meantime, though, what I will say is that um, <clears throat> when you are building your business, you, you may not know where you're going to be in year five when you start year one. And a lot of people put a lot of pressure to plan out so far ahead. Um, but those first couple of years of your business are going to be very flexible. You should be very flexible, mm -hmm. right? Just because you set out for something that is going to be the goal by year five, right? Shoot, you don't know if you're going to hit it by month five, mm -hmm. right? You don't know if you're going to hit it by year 10. Mm -hmm. uh, so the goals that I've realized that I've set up with business are just very flexible. Uh, but I just wanted to react your question. Um, I wanted to know from you, Star, um, the building the foundation that you're going through right now with I Create Life, has this been something that you've always had within the vision um, or within your three years of business, you've come to this point where you want to have a more global brand? The global aspect, I knew I wanted it from the beginning. I just had no idea how to get there and what was going to take me there throughout building my business within the last three years, it came to the point now where I know what it takes to run my business. I know what, what my business likes and what it doesn't mm -hmm. like. Um, I know I've figured out how to redefine my, my ideal customer, my ideal client. Mm -hmm. um, it was, it just took me getting out there to figure out everything really because at the beginning yeah. you don't know everybody's always like oh you need systems you need systems but in order to create the system you kind of have to go through that flow to figure out what type of system you need and what needs to be in place where but now I'm at that point where I do know the system and I am going through those intricate details of knowing how much my products cost down to the cent down to the penny that's something that I didn't really do at first, but it makes a really, really big difference when you're pricing your products, when you're making sure that you're not losing money. Because a lot of business owners, of course, I was one of them at the very beginning, you just want to sell products. You want to get this amazing thing out there. But when it comes to businesses um, on Black Friday and things of that nature, mm -hmm. they're reducing their costs so much. How do you stay competitive if you have no idea what each product is worth and if you cut yourself too low how are you going to remake that back up so there was a lot of things that were very foggy and very unclear and as my business grows and my business get in front of um, bigger retailers or different people that I come across with that 
want to give grants and things like that. Those are the questions they're going to ask. And if I don't know, I'm going to look unprepared. So I've just went, I've just started to go through this process where I handle all that paperwork first Mm -hmm. so that when it is time for my brand to launch and scale, I'm not moving backwards. So I'm doing that work now. Even right. though technically it's later. later right. <laughs> but you you know where you want to be in the next, you know, three to five years. So even if you are having to quote unquote build backwards, um, it, it's still preparing you for the for the future and tapping into what you were saying, ambition about being flexible and just having um looking for that balance when you're building this because even with that, you may have done research, you may have come up with systems that you want to try, but you still have to try them. You still have to implement them within the business, see how it works for you and tweak it. And like you said, the first few years, um, same thing, we've been figuring out what our flow is for the past three years, right? And we're really at a point now where we're feeling great about the way that we're moving and we can actually see you know, the vision further out and what we need to do to be able to meet those things. And now it feels like we're in just flow, but those three years was action, 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 action to see how things worked. Right. Um, And I I definitely agree with that. Right. Um, And not only do I agree, I think it's, you know, we, I'm glad that we went and we talked about the years, right? And we're mm-hmm. having the conversation about the years because right now people are having conversations about business that include weeks, that include days, that include months. Very short but term. They aren't thinking years, they aren't thinking mm-hmm. decades, and they aren't thinking centuries. Um, Which, if we're, if we're talking about generational wealth, you should be talking centuries year, right. at some point, <laughs> right? Um, but what I will say is, Let's not forget some of these business ideas that we're launching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if this is the case for you, Star. I know for myself, uh, my initial shotgun blast at business was in 2011. That's 10 years ago. Yep. Right. Um, and it wasn't as well thought out as an idea as my business has become. But mm-hmm. the that kindling, that spark of a, a network program where I can connect people to mentors is the foundation of where we're at now, where yes. we can actually do what I initially stated in my business. Um, is that that way for you? Have it Was it something that you talk, thought about many moons ago and then it just, it was like, it was happening and you were just with it or was everything by design in the moment and then you just ran with it? Um, a, a little bit of both. I've always known that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but at the very beginning of my entrepreneurial journey, which was about 10 years ago as well, um, about 2012, when my, when my son was born, I started with uh, selling Mary Kay. Um, I started with making jewelry. Um, I started with doing lashes. I started with being my ex-husband's music manager and booking him shows and feeling designing his website and things of that nature um it was it was just a lot of stuff mm-hmm. nothing i was passionate well it was i was passionate about them within the moment oh and i'm selling yeah. vegan food um teaching people how to transition into the vegan lifestyle it was just a lot of things i was passionate about that i was just like oh hey 
I can do this and I can make money from it. I feel like just trying those ideas and seeing something come up, none of them made me a millionaire, of course, but it gave me the foundation I needed. So I just want you to know it's a bunch of independent rappers that's about to slide in your inbox, <laughs> right? They, they like, she's single, she got the mommy thing down and she know how to do this. All right, cool, yo. Shorty, come listen. Shorty, listen to my mixtape. I need you to manage me. You heard? I'm so done. I'm so done. That was a wild ride. That was a wild ride. (laughs) With with trying all of those things, um, and all of those things contribute to, you know, the the beautiful package that you're even able to present with I Create Life, um, you know, now, because there's tiny things that come along the way why we try all of these things in the first fucking place i've right. gone the mary Kay route as well right and I, have not. <laughs> I went the mary Kay route in like 2014 like after getting married i was like okay trying to get into the whole being a makeup artist. It was like, if I buy a kit from this, I can use that to roll into the makeup artistry thing. Um, but now having to go through uh, weekly classes where we're teaching people, educating them on product and things like that. Now I'm transitioning those skills into our businesses where I'm learning how to talk with people, learning how to sell to people, um, you know, figuring out how to connect somebody's need with what I have as an offering here. Learning that your friends and family are not your fucking target audience. Right. So stop harassing them. That, that is the one thing. I've I've done a number of MLMs, right? And while I don't always have a problem with some of the structures that they have because they, they're starting from... Uh, something that can be beneficial to people, right? Mm -hmm. But when we start with this process of somebody building their business and we go make a list of all of the people that you know, everybody starts with their friends and their families, but how many times, I'm sorry, my father didn't need blushes from Mary Kay. You get what (laughs) I mean? My mom still needed education on essential oils before she started deep diving into them. Mm -hmm. Now they call me about all of the oils and do I have them? What can they use them for? And all of that. So it took time because I had to re-educate people um, in that process, even with green cleaning products or trying to sell insurance, all of these different MLM routes. So (laughs) if there is anybody into MLMs out there, look, I'm not saying that it doesn't work, right? And I'm not saying I don't, believe in the industry and i'm not saying i do believe in the industry Mm -hmm. what i'm saying is you might be mistaken on what business you're in you're actually in a sales marketing and training business Mm -hmm. and if you aren't good with sales marketing and training you're gonna have a rough time in that business just to be real i will tell people please 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 again i've been talking about it on ak essentials with learning to leverage your personal brands right Mm -hmm. Learn to leverage these MLMs into your businesses, right? Like they don't have to remain such and such companies. Right. When I was doing the essential oil thing, um, you know, there's a number of companies 
that um, do that. And there's a number of um, members that I've come across. And the ones that I continue to follow are the ones who just infuse the MLM into their business. So one woman is a doula. She uses the essential oils within her doula business. Um, Another woman was a hairstylist. So then she would use them for the experience for her clients um, or giving them oil blends to continue to grow their hair. Another woman developed a massage um, formula Mm. with the oils and now teaches classes on those. Right. As well as giving massages for but people. But when you show up and you're like, hey, do you want to hear about my young? Li- uh, 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 nobody cares. Like, nobody cares. I'm not I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just letting you know what everybody's thinking. And not just they don't that. care. These, com- uh, these companies, let's be real, a lot of these industries aren't as uh, regulated as people would assume they are because a lot of people haven't. Um, it's hard to develop a lot of the background information to showcase like why essentials oils work a lot of these studies haven't been done yet Mm -hmm. right so you're moving into new territories with this people don't care about the big mlm's name right tell me what your experience has been and if these things work that's why as soon as they start hearing the name of the mlm they're like I don't even want it, to. It, it's already it. broken from the exactly. traditional form of how you get the sale anyway. Mm-hmm. Does this product or does this uh, service solve a problem for me? Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't solve a problem, why are you telling me about it? Mm-hmm. Right? Is this about you? And that's the one. That's the one question for entrepreneurs that I got to ask. Is this about you? Right? Is this about you making some extra money is this about you getting some financial freedom is this about you figuring out what your purpose is because by the time you come to a customer by the time you come to a client yeah you have your your conviction and your resolve about the pieces that were about you but you shouldn't be coming to me about you this is just a little because i i want to get um some information to see if this supports this but if anybody listening is a sales rep for a medical uh company i would love for them to answer this i've mostly seen this in movies right but even when you're watching the sales that they have with the doctors they don't start off with the name of the company or the name of the product they actually start off with the problem in making that person feel comfortable right that this this product is going to actually fulfill their needs and then they'll mention the products names and those sorts of things and what i noticed that as soon as we go into our own businesses we start off like this like here's the product this is what it does these are all of the things in it and so your customers looking at you like but how does it help me like, that's cool that you named it that. That's cool that you put all of these ingredients. How does it help me? So, Star, how has that been with selling product, right? And actually having to connect with your customers to make those sales? Um, honestly, it's it's been great for me. I'm great at talking 
to people in person. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't have a sales background. So what really helped was going to in-person events and being mm -hmm. there and being comfortable with talking. Because for me, I could sell other people's products because we right. learn about them, we train on them. But when it came to my own, it, it kind of, it, it made me, what is it? what is it called? When we can't necessarily talk about our sales, when we get that, that kind of energy of not wanting to boast or brag or anything like that. Right. I kind of had that in the back of my mind. Like mm -hmm. I didn't want to oversell. <laughs> right. I was trying to, but, but why? Because right. I know products are great. So why am I holding back the greatness of my products? But when it came to me being at these other companies, I didn't hold back on making that dollar. You know, right. I had to get myself out of the mindset of being too humbled and didn't want to overly boast about my products. My products are dope. And this oh, is right. what they are. And you should have them. Matter of fact, you should have three. beneficial, <laughs> <laughs> And you're going to get everything that you pay for plus more, you know? Oh. So it was really just me stepping into that energy. And what helped is selling at events, having, seeing people's reactions. And of course, getting those receipts from those clients. Like, oh my God, I did get that oil and it was amazing. Well, so that really helped too with confidence. And, and that's what I was going to say. Like, it's, it's not just doing these in-person events so that you can practice, practice, practice. Mm -hmm. Going in these environments actually does boost your confidence because while you're at home, you're wondering, well, do people like it? Do they this? Do they that? Well, they're not getting to try it. Are you taking it out in front of people? We just took the body butters no. you know, out and had our community try them out. And it was rave reviews. And that, again, just puts in and you're like, yeah, why am I taking this humble route? Like everybody else is looking at it and saying it's amazing. I should be behaving the exactly. same way they are. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So yes. I do. Let's let's actually bring it in. Uh -huh. Right. And I want to wrap it up with a very poignant question. Right. Um, and I want to just let you know the importance of this question. I, when I was in the military, we would get talks with generals and all of those types of people, right? Mm -hmm. And I would make sure to always ask the general or the highest level person, whether it was in success or whatever status, this question. And that is, what is the one quality, if you had to boil it down into one quality, that has kept you going throughout this time, whether it's been hard being a mom and being an entrepreneur, what is the one thing that you would tell someone that they, the one quality that they need to hold on to in order to keep them going so that they can get where they need to go? Resilience. Mm. It's just, honestly, just, just keep going. I don't care if you take one picture a day of your product. I don't care if it takes you two weeks to post on social media. Keep going. Yeah. That's just it. Honestly, keep going because things are going to happen. But for me, regretting is way worse than the pain that I feel right now. If mm -hmm. I look down the road 20 years, and I'm looking back like, dang, I wish I, what would have happened to our career life if I just would have kept going? That's not going to be me. And I'm determined for that not to be me. There's no way that I'm not going to do everything that I can to see my brand succeed. Because I look at my children and I'm like, bro, y'all, y'all getting something from me. I didn't go through hell and back. 
for me to leave y'all here struggling for another lifetime. You know, like that's not happening. So regardless, I know a lot of people with children, they're like, but you got to put your children first and you got to raise them and you can't do what you want to do. And so whatever, I'm not waiting until my children are 19 and 20 before I push and pursue my brand. Find balance now. I, mm. You can find balance now to make, to make it happen. The question I ask when that when that's the uh, when that's the statement is how, what example are you setting? Exactly. You know, who, who are all the people that your children are going to be waiting on before they go out there and make things happen for themselves? That's right. exactly what lit the fire under my ass. I said, "Yo, did I want my kids?" And everybody talks about it like it's amazing, right? But when I've watched people who all they can say about their mother was that she made heart-shaped sandwiches, right? Or she tied the shoe, like she did all of these little taking care of things while they're sweet. And I get why people are sharing them. That's the only thing that you remember about your mom. Not and her personality. Right. Like none of the things about who she is as a person and what she fought for, you know, in her life. And I said, yo, I'm doing all of this mom stuff. Everybody's telling me how great, you know, I'm doing this, how well I am handling this in this space. But what really like will make me feel like I'm doing the thing is exactly what you've described. I've set them up where they don't have to have these same struggles and they can carry this on and continue to teach my children's 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 children about how we made all of this happen. The, exactly. last, <laughs> the last thing I'll say, right? I, ladies, you can have your clothes out uh, words after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said that's what lit the fire on your under your ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, call back to podcast episode six if you guys want to hear what actually lit the fire on my ass, but it was an actual fire. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was people. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, all I want to say is is to remind everybody that you are working on your relaunch. I'm sitting here with the website in front of me. Um, since we've known Star, when I tell you the the photo and the videography quality, yes, right to the nine, she has paid attention to all of the things that really help you feel a brand, feel a business, the movement. I get to see who you are, all of these things. So we're going to uh, link to her website in the show notes so that y'all can see um, what she has here and get on that wait list to be the first in no on November 11th when everything gets launched. I I know I said I wasn't going to say anything else, but I do want to say this, right? When you guys go to Star's website, just so that you have an example of or a good reason why you should go to Star's website is, ladies, men, if you want a really good example of how to use sensuality within your business, mm-hmm. but not make it trash, uh, trashy, yes. this is where you actually blend the sensuality with some art, with some movement, some actual great photography, that sort of vibe, if that's the type of thing you want to see go ahead over to icreatelife.com. Just the visual alone is a work of art. And that's one of the things I love about Star and her content. She does not half-ass anything. Right. Right? Like, 
whole she, ass in it all. Right. <laughs> every every right. everything she does from creating every products, of offering it. services, the website, the branding, the everything. Right. <laughs> she said, if you're gonna put your mouth in it, that's the whole groceries. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> love y'all. <laughs>